1: I feel like I'm always fixing my hair when I do really start. This <laughs> is like me, like before we start, keep combing my beard. But, uh, <laughs> You know, with the audience something nice to look at. So. Love. Love.
0: Lust. Lust. And that is so.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of the best adult podcast that you guys will listen to. This is Love Lust and Badass Soul, and we have in the building me, CEO Hayes, the red assassin, but also the lovely, the sexy, the voluptuous. Why do I always love on the intros?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> voluptuous. Whatever. Miss AJ Badass Jones, what's going on?
0: do you have a pillow behind your head is a headrest like
1: one of them airport headrests it's it, yeah, it's, it's part of the chair it came with the chair It's just
0: fancy i just have a plain old kitchen chair that i'm sitting on that's <laughs> hard to lift, but look I okay mean, though I, mean,
1: I know i i spend so much time here like editing podcasts and whatever i like i had like the regular computer chair for like the whole first two three years i was doing podcasting and then uh this chair is usually like 150 dollars and i caught it on sale for 60 i was like it's about i need something more comfortable so
0: Definitely. The, the ergonomic ergonomics, I think yep. that's what it's called. Very important, especially if you're going to be sitting and, you know, sitting.
1: Yeah, and then I figured if I ever um, want to invite someone to the studio um, to come straddle me while I'm editing, this is like the perfect. Because look, the arms go up. See, look, the arms go up and then you just. And, and spin. Yeah. There you go, go for a
2: ride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's your week been?
0: Um, My week has been good. It's been crazy. It's been full of like lots of go 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 we have some really great things that transpired this week that we're going to be announcing and yeah it's i mean overall it's it's been it's been a good week a little tiring a little emotional but definitely a lot of good has come out of this week how's your week been
1: week's been good week's been good uh i was sick yesterday so i ended up staying home from work Anyone who follows me probably saw that, but uh, I don't get sick too often. But when I do, I definitely act like a big ass baby. So I took advantage. (laughs) I stayed off, stayed home from work. And uh, yeah, I'm better now. Like it's, it's, I know it's like cliche at this point, but honestly, there's nothing like rest, like all the medicine, whatever. There's nothing like being able to just sleep and me being able to sleep for like seven, eight hours, like in the middle of the day, I swear I woke up. I was good before then. I felt like I got hit by a truck.
0: But you know what? Sometimes that's what it really is because when I look at you, like in particular, like your schedule's just crazy. Like you're up till all hours of the Godforsaken night, and then you're up early at the crack of dawn and doing like five and twenty things. Like you do stuff for enough for like three and four people over the course of one. <laughs> yeah. When you get sick like that, I honestly feel more times it's just really that your body's saying, Can hi, hi, can we sleep, please? Can can yeah. we get some like, can we take care of us? Because you're taking care of everybody else. Can can we get a little bit of rest? Like, I feel like every fiber of your being is screaming that to you and giving you no alternative but to, like, <laughs> lay your ass down and get some rest.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. My body's just like, you know what? We're staging a revolt. Shut down, nigga, shut <laughs> down.
0: The <laughs> a red-bearded rebellion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, What was I going to say? So we have quite a bit of announcements, and I think we should just... There's no better way than to get to them at the top of the show. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> so the first announcement, and this is one that uh, you 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 really came up with. I, I've, I've known about this service for a while, but I never really thought about it. Um, and that is that we are now officially on Patreon. Um, <laughs> so you can go to Patreon backslash LLBAS. And so what we're offering for our patrons, we have two tiers. We have the Lusty and the Lusty Plus tier. And so what you get with those, um, with the Lusty tier, you get the uh, a bonus episode once a month. Uh, we may go up to two a month, just depending on how, how everyone responds to the Patreon. Uh, but one bonus episode a month. And then exclusively you will get the live show audio as well. The Lusty Plus tier is you get both of those two things as well as full videos of the live shows and the uh, the podcast each week. So, Yes. It's it's excellent.
0: I think it's because I think about like all the people who want to attend our live event from wherever they are, but they're not able to get to the like the amount of people that said, Oh my gosh, I wish I could have come to DC, like or Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, where's the next one gonna be? I really would have loved to come to the first. It's a great opportunity for people to be able to visually at least participate in the lives and see what really went on. You know, other than the clips and stuff that we post and, yeah. you know, that kind of, sort of general fun. But it, it's a good way for people to um be able to see and and to get the live experience, even though they're not physically able to be there. So,
1: Exactly. So, yeah, we, we really wanted to add value to it. And I think that, you know, the bonus episode is definitely one, but also because you get that live show audio. As you can tell, that live show audio has not been posted anywhere. We didn't even record it for the original live show, but we will for the for the next show and going forward. And that will be exclusive to our Patreon subscribers. So there you go. Yeah. This next one is, even though we announced it last week, that we will be coming to Atlanta, I think we announced the date as well, July 27th, we will be in Atlanta for our second live show. But if by the time you're listening to this, ticket sales will go. If you listen to it the day it posts, ticket sales will be live at midnight. Otherwise, ticket sales go live May 17th. That's a Friday. You can start buying your tickets for Cool and Deadly, Pure Unadulterated Fuckery 4.0 the lingerie and pajama party it's going to be a great great night and we also have uh quite a bit of sponsors we're going to go ahead and get into now AJ, do you want to announce who our first sponsor is
0: uh yes so we have our standing sponsor um who we're very we're very proud to be partnered with which is erotic boudoir um anyone who came to the live event at dc uh nick is the proprietor of erotic boudoir and the ceo and she was there with her her baga tricks and all her wares and a table full of goodness. Um, Nick also provided the uh, apparatus that I used for (laughs) a demonstration of sorts. Um, so, Erotic Badoir is definitely back on board with us, um, as is our alcohol sponsor, which is Vodkila. They are the company that provided the, um, the vodka tequila blend mix that went into the Red Bearded Assassin, which was CJ's signature drink, as well as the Murder Pussy, which is AJ, my signature drink. And although I didn't get to try them, I heard like all kinds of fabulous, positive uh, reviews about how wonderful the drinks were and how well-made they were by the, um, our bartenders, which were supplied by, um, solo
1: hustle. hustler. Yeah. And then on top of that, we also have, um, should I go ahead?
0: Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, in addition, uh, this go around for the show, we are proudly joined by trap and healthy juices, um, which is a natural juice blend company and they are based in Georgia Um, Christian is the proprietor and CEO of that company and they will be on board um, as a brand sponsor we also have a talented artist Um, he is a painter that is also based in Atlanta he will be there selling his beautiful artwork he does a lot of news and a lot of really fantastic painting um, Gerard Art One, and um, he's actually going to be providing us with several prints that we are going to be raffling away at the event Um, so tickets will be uh, like one for five, three for 10, but there'll be more information about that. So you'll have an opportunity to, um, win one of his amazing, um, oil painting prints, as well as an opportunity to purchase, um, other art that he's going to bring. So I just announced to everyone that we are two additional sponsors. So we have two more that you can tell them about the last two.
1: (laughs) So we also have Royal Condom, which is providing, uh, trinkets for our gift bags that, I don't know if we're going to announce the, what's the contents of that gift bag. We may, we may save that. You, you'll see it when you get to the live show, but they are also a sponsor. One that AJ worked hard to get. So shout out to you, AJ. You've been really busting your ass to get these sponsors. So I love you. Ah, I love you. <laughs> Last but absolutely not least, we have Be Skincare Life. She Care. Yes. yes. So and, and make sure this, this, is, this can help keep your skin soft and also your feet soft. Make sure you use them. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> just, hey, listen, I gotta stay on brand. If I don't mention feet once an episode, I'm sure people will revolt.
0: Yeah, um, and they're a, a brand of natural skincare products. So we have, um, this go around we have six amazing sponsor that sponsors that have partnered with us, um. Uh, they will all, other than Royal Condom, um, which everyone will receive, you know, something in their gift bag, um, everyone else will actually be on site. So you'll have an opportunity to speak with the the owners of each brand. You'll have an opportunity to um, purchase their products. Um, you'll have an opportunity to win some prizes. We have some like really exciting, crazy games that CJ yes. came up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, DC was, was great. And this is going to be like, is, can you say Greta? Is Greta a word? Yeah, great is I don't care. Word. I I'm going to say it's going to be even greater. It's going to be
1: greetar. It's definitely <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. Um and you know, we did start off with a game in DC. This one's this one's even more inclusive. Everyone, everyone has to be a part of this game. And it's gonna be fun. It's just also a way to break the ice because more importantly than anything, what love less and badass so what we want our live events to be is inner interactive we want everyone to feel like they're a part of it and i think we did a great job at that with our first one of breaking that ice and then by the end of the show really became an open discussion with everyone so we want to keep that going and this game that we got believe me if you all don't feel connected after this game i i you're dark people even darker than me so
0: yeah <laughs> so Right. That's, it for our announcements?
1: that's it for the announcements uh let's go ahead and get into the show properly are you ready oh yeah <laughs> so this first question uh and b- be prepared we got some shit going oh and <laughs> <laughs> one thing that i do want to announce so um with the launch of the patreon which also launches at midnight we will have an exclusive episode and video already up for you to start off with so um Jeff definitely want didn't want to miss that. But to get into this uh, first question, I've recently come to accept that I am bisexual. I just now I just I'm just not sure how to tell my girlfriend. I think she'd be OK with it because I recently expressed my interest to her of being in a male, male, female threesome. And she said, yes, I just don't know how to tell her. I'd also like to have sex with a guy as well as at least suck his dick and have him suck mine while I eat her pussy. Should I discuss my desires with her before the threesome or just go with the flow and do everything in the moment and discuss it afterwards? AJ, ask someone who's been in a similar situation like this. (laughs) What's your advice?
0: You have to talk about it before because I didn't. And that shit backfired. Oh, boy. You know, like she, if she's, she's your girl and you guys have been together and you're in a relationship, have the conversations with her. You know, if you've already broached the subject with her of having a male, first of all, The fact that you want to have a male, male, female threesome, big up yourself, beat your chest. Because a lot of, like, outside of the fact that you're bisexual and you have, you know, your bi-curiosities, a lot of men don't feel confident or comfortable enough to say that they're okay with it. And then there's this ongoing idiotic debate, oh, if it's two men, it's a train, and if it's two men and they actually touch each other, that's gay as fuck, and and all these blood clot idiotic judgments that people have. We're not here for none of that. We're talking about pure pleasure In whatever way that comes about between three people behind closed doors, fuck everybody else's opinion. Because when bodies are hot and sweating and things are going in, you never know what could happen or what you may or may not do in the moment. So don't, first of all, don't listen to the opinions of people. Bon them. Fuck them I'm bon them. Okay. Secondly, and more importantly, you have to have a conversation with them. If you were comfortable enough to suggest having that that, um, pairing of a, a threesome as opposed to two women and yourself, have the conversation with her that you're also interested in actively engaging entirely, so that it doesn't come as a shock, and so that she's not put off, and so that you know what I mean. Like it's not it's not weird for anybody that's in the room. Because also too, if the the general the, the person who's going to be engaging with you, he has to also be aware of what your desires are. He may not be down with it. He may not agree with it. He may come around in the heat of the moment. Have a little bit of wine. If you smoke, one or one two spliff. Everybody get relaxed and chill but there definitely needs to be a conversation about it because you don't want anyone to be caught aware and for there to be like bad feelings or like any kind of bad vibe within the situation. You want it to be like, you know, right.
1: True. I, I, you know, I mean, as much as we talk about it here, I almost think that everything needs to be talked about before I can understand like the desire to kind of just want to be in the moment. Um, but with something like this, you don't want to off put your woman. Um, and even with that, you let's even take the threesome out of the out of the equation. You're discovering something about your sexuality and you should make your partner a part of that and make sure that she feels included in 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 the process that you're going through. And it may be a shock to her system, but hopefully in you talking to her, it, it kind of calms that down some. Um, And the fact that the fact that you are. Even recognizing that you maybe bisexual or that you're having bisexual urges gets a round of applause for me because there are so many men who have that and will not admit it. And then will go behind their partners back, explore with men. And and we've, we, I mean, we've had several, I think emails with similar topics here since we started this podcast. So I want to commend you for the fact that you're, that you've come to that realization and that you want to make your partner a part of it. I really, really want to make sure that we point that out, but yeah, have that conversation. And then at that point, do whatever you freaky fucks want to do behind, like AJ says, behind your own closed doors. Don't worry about what anybody says. Don't worry about judgment. If you, your partner, and the third party are all consenting adults, if you want to suck a dick, suck the motherfucker to your heart's content and get like. That's all I got to say. Get until your heart's content. All yeah, all in your face. Like, do that. I
2: couldn't
1: believe. <laughs> anything left on no, I,
0: I, I hope that there's follow-up like I would love to know not like all the details but I'd like the details but I don't know if everybody else would like the details <laughs> but um if you feel comfortable please follow up with us and just let us know how it went and how the overall experience was um if the the guy that you guys chose if he was you know open to the entire experience were there limitations if beg your do, please if you could please follow up with us and just you know give us a one two buzz about how it went we would be ever so grateful
1: yeah and you know we always want updates from every everyone who sends in a, a email to us we love updates we love to see how our advice went to you but you know if you want to send in the details i i'm i am by yeah. by far the i have no qualms with anyone's sexuality I have i don't worry about people sharing it i don't get queasy about it like it's sex I don't judge people. Like if, like I said, if you want to suck a dick and you want to tell us how how horny or not it made you or how it turned on you, feel free. We talk about everything here. Everything. So,
0: I um, um, have updates. I completely forgot. I actually completely forgot until now. Do you remember we talked about a while ago, um, there was a young lady that was dating an older man and he wasn't aggressive enough sexually for her. And we had advised her to like give him instruction, give him guidance. And then she said, you know, that things went well and they were in a happier place or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So she DM'd me a little while ago, and I completely forgot about it till just now. Um, Things fell apart. Like, he couldn't keep up with the aggression because I guess it just wasn't naturally part of him. Um, It just wasn't working for her sexually. So they parted company, but she had started dating somebody that meets her standards, so to speak. And she said that she was in a happier place and things were going well. So... I mean,
1: and the thing is, yes, it sucks that a relationship had to fall apart. But one of the things that we definitely um, will always say here at Love, Lust, and Badass Soul is sexual repression is is real, and we don't want anyone. Everyone should be able to explore their sexual desires. And yeah, it sucks that a relationship falls apart because of it. But it's better that it falls apart and get and you guys amicably split than you try to stick it out and be and be repressed and. Uh, harbor resentment for years trying to make something work that clearly isn't going to work. So we're glad that overall, while that relationship ended, we're glad that you found something that is that does fit for you, and hopefully it, it lasts for quite a while.
0: Sure.
1: Grab a dick. So
0: really, <laughs> grab some. you well, grabbed a new one, and she's <laughs> that, that advice definitely works. <laughs> so I want to ask you because um, I can't pull up my email right now. So can I read the next two questions and then you read the email? Ooh. We have a great article to talk about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're reading
1: the pastor article. So yeah. Um,
0: Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. um, So the next one is uh, a listener submitted question. I want to spice up my sex life and take my husband to a swingers club, but we are heavily in the church. So I'm not sure how he would feel about the suggestion. We've been together 17 years, and I think it would be a good way for us to meet new people who are not in our immediate circle. It would be a good way for us to ex- explore, and it would be a good way for us to maybe push the boundaries a little bit of our sexual limits. We watch porn together to get ideas, but I just feel like we need something different, something more. How can I bring it up to him with, without it being offensive? Thank you, Mrs. Smith
1: well 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 um <laughs> what is
0: going on in the church because did we read an email about the man and him and his wife were heavily involved in church and he was taking dick but he's not gay yeah
1: like, yeah he, and he was sleeping with the pastor right
0: honestly i feel like church is repressed it, it's, it's repressing people's sexuality it really and i know that that's a biblical thing because you know Sex is something that's supposed to be meant for procreation and all them things there, but I don't know. We need to do like a whole segment on church and sex, cause there's some shit that's going on. That why, <laughs> why?
1: Yeah, it's right. yeah, it's it's wild. Quite honestly, it, it's yeah, yeah. It, it definitely are repressed people uh, in church, and you know, as me, who's a former deacon, I I I, I could I could tell you stories. So there you go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your congregation of women must have been wild. Like, I'm sure the way they looked at you was like, can you hurry up and get divorced so one of us can snatch you up, please? Or, <laughs> let me make you some baked goods. Don't worry. Let me just slide them to you on the low. Come here. Come here. Ooh, Come I'll, here. I'll,
1: I'll save. I'll, I will save one of those stories for our Patreon subscribers. There you go.
0: Okay. You see all them? <laughs> subscribe to Patreon to get the goods. You're going to hear some shit that we don't talk about here on the actual, like, our podcast that's where the up will be but um as far as her you know for me it's 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 take the religion out of it and focus on and the, on the health and well-being of your relationship focus on the sexual happiness of your relationship the emotional happiness of your relationship the mental happiness of your relationship um i, I feel like people get locked behind constraints that it, to some degree or other are not really placed on you because when you leave church, you you're a person unto yourself. You know, like I, I understand that people have have guilt and they're you know trying to f- follow a particular type of path, and that's not specific to any religion. I think it's all it's all faiths. Like there's a particular way that you're supposed to live, but it doesn't make you a bad person to want to explore sexually with your husband. It doesn't make you a sinner. Like we're all sinners. When you when you really look at the word itself, we're all sinners. You know what I mean? Yeah. But take that out of the equation. It, it doesn't make you a sinner or sinful to want to explore with your husband. And if it just happens to be in a space where other couples are who may or may not watch you or who may or may not engage again, nobody can chastise you and nobody can berate you about it because that's a that's a conscious choice that you and your your partner, your spouse, your husband, your intended. You know what I mean? That's a choice that the two of you are making together. You know, the fact that you guys watch porn together is fucking awesome. I think that's absolutely awesome. You know, at least you're open to the exploration and and open to, because CJ, you and I talk about this all the time. People get into long-term relationships and become complacent and boring as fuck. And they wake up one day and really, you know, wonder why their relationships are just so dry and boring Mm -hmm. because people stop They feel like, okay, well, we're married now, so there's no additional effort that has to be made. Like, seriously? Or because they have kids, there's no additional effort that has to be made. But kids don't stay kids forever. They eventually grow up and leave the house, and then what? You know, 20 years later, you find out that you and your partner are no longer compatible because you didn't make an effort at the compatibility. It doesn't come naturally. It's like being on a job. You have to put the work in. It doesn't just happen by itself. So I I think it's it's awesome. Um, I, I don't know. Like, if you know him well enough again everything is about communication if you're able to sit down and watch porn with him i'm pretty sure a suggestion of you guys going to a swingers club is not going to throw him off and the worst he could say is no he doesn't want to do it mm-hmm. but he may surprise you and say you know what let's go get a set of outfits and let me get a car <laughs> and let we go
1: <laughs> and, and i think it's important to know too that not everyone who's in the swingers lifestyle necessarily sleeps with everyone at some people literally will go to a swingers party to have sex amongst other people. And it's freeing that way, or just watch. There are a lot of different things that people use swinger clubs for. So it's like watching live porn. a swinger. The I remember the first time I ever went to a swingers club, it was literally one of the most freeing things I have ever been to in my life because you just get to see people just enjoying themselves. No, no repression, none of that they just enjoy themselves and you know it may bring out something in them so yeah definitely talk to him introduce it to him like you said it, it may be something that's brewing in the back of his mind that he just hasn't brought up to you yet so yeah swingers clubs are really
0: the dynamics in a swingers club are really interesting um I, I don't know i feel like it's an experience that everybody should have like okay for people who are sexually open-minded and and when i say open-minded i don't necessarily mean that you know you want to do threesomes or to, but just that you're not closed off to um, the way that people engage. And it, it's not necessarily that you, like CJ said, you don't necessarily have to go and interact with anybody. I've been to swingers club as a single woman, had my drink in my hand and watching people fuck, watching people suck dick, watching women get their pussy eaten. And I'm walking around. Hey, do you want to come join us? No, I'm my <laughs> <laughs> drink. Walking around. So I had a woman come over and, and she sat beside me and she's like, you've got great breasts. She's like, can I touch them? I'm like, Sure, and she squeezed my boobs, and she's like, "Thanks." AJ, and she went about her merry way. Me, face. you, and Nick
1: have to go to a swingers club together.
0: Man, that would just be asking for me, you,
1: love. and Nick just have to do <laughs> it. Like, I just, yeah, there you go. I well, you
0: no know, Atlanta might be the place to, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm sure Atlanta has lot. Atlanta has all kinds of debauchery that happens there. I, that I know for a fact. So. You know, maybe we'll we'll buck up on a mansion party or something.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Um, anything left on this one, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the next one. This one's on you. Okay. So
0: this is, uh, this is a good one. Um, dear AJ and CJ, what would you say are your own personal toxic traits that led to the demise of your last relationships, respectively?
1: mm That's deep. That's a deep one. That's a great question. Who asked that? That's a great question. Oh, my girlfriend. Oh, okay. That's
2: a great question.
0: Yeah, you guys give such great advice on, you know, talking about, you know, toxicity in relationships and this, this, and that. And then she's like, but you guys aren't in relationships. Like, so you know, you can say like whatever the other person did or what they didn't, you know, how they didn't meet your needs, but like everybody contributes in some way. So like what was your contribution to the demise of relationship? Like, bitch, really?
1: (laughs) Nothing. nothing being too amazing being too amazing is what it is um i don't know if this is really a toxic trait but this is definitely a trait of mine that i need i I know that i need to work on and that is i i am so naturally quiet and introverted that sometimes it comes off as um non-interest and uncaring and in my mind when the way i process it is that even when it's brought to me I'll be like, well, no, I care. I told you I care. And I I I because it's just my natural way. But I know that I for a healthy relationship, people need verbal, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Affirmation. People need to know that you're yes interested some some people need to hear that and that's something that i am working on as a person is being and people always hear like you talk you do three podcasts how are you not verbal listen when i'm not behind one of these mics i really don't talk much at all so it's 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 that's just my way and so that is definitely something that i'm working on that i would say that i would have to fix for sure
0: you're very much like my um my ex like the children's dad that he was like that and for me it'd be like you know, so I'd say to him, like, you know, do you love me? And he'd be like, of course I do. I'm like, so how come you never say it? And he's like, you should just know. <sighs> and dealing with that, like, for years, like, it's it's really, it's frustrating, you know, because I'm very much a verbal person, and and I like the verbal affirmation. And he also wasn't, like, a huggy, touchy, kissy kind of person. And I'm very much like a, if you're mine, I want to, like, feel up on you all the time. And, you know, he, he was affectionate in his own ways. And as he's gotten older and, you know, like, we co-parent and all that kind of stuff, he's definitely opened up and I know a lot of that was, you know, based on how he was raised and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you just, yeah, you guys are very, very similar. <laughs> is that <laughs> is that weird for you? It is. It really is. Cause it's like, you know, you and I talk, you know what I mean? And even sometimes like when we're, when we're off air and we're just kind of like shooting the shit and we're just talking, you know, It's like, I know you're not trying to rush me to get off the phone, but I also know you're like, okay, we just talked for like a whole hour and some
2: Jones
0: (laughs) thing is when we, you and I message each other, we could message for like two and three hours straight. Yeah. But the second I pick up the phone and you and I are having a verbal conversation, I feel like the stress. (laughs) You're Like, (laughs) like, really, do we have to do this verbally? Can we get off the phone?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. uh, Yeah. It's. yeah, I, I I need to get so much better. And, like, my mom, like, she brings up all the, because, like, my mom is like that, too. Like, she will literally, my mom's one of those people who's, like, when you say, all right, mom, well, I'll talk to you, you know, tomorrow, whatever. That's when the conversation starts for her, because she, then she'll start talking. And I'm just like, what the hell, woman? And she always brings up, well, you can talk in that podcast for an hour. You can talk to your mom for 15 minutes. Okay, mama, whatever you want. Then What do you say? Like, you have no for that
0: because she's right, you're like, uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Um, my toxic trait is, is actually the opposite of yours. Like when, when I am in a relationship, um, I give more than I know the person deserves. Mm. And when I say that is like, when I know their free paper has burnt, when I know their chances are up, I'm still trying to make excuses for them in terms of their goodness and why I should stay. Even though I know in my heart of hearts that I should leave, um, I feel like, I feel like I'm a failure if I can't make it work, especially if it's something that I've invested in. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have difficulty looking at, at it sometimes as well. That's the person's fault or that's their mistake. I take I take it on as being mine, um, and I don't know if that's like a self value and a self worth thing because I really do. I really do love myself. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. Not like a seasonal. I'm sometimes in love. With myself and not in a cocky, conceited. I'm in love with myself, but I do. I value myself, and I think that I'm a fantastic person. It's just that when I get into a relationship, um, I lose sight of that in my desire to make sure that the person is happy and pleased, and that they are comfortable to stay. But what ends up happening is I make it too comfortable for them that they no longer make an effort, and it feels like I'm making the effort for both of us.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that, that's a. It's good that you get that you notice that. So like what what when you see when you feel yourself going into that realm, what do you do to correct it? Like what do you do to correct course correct yourself when you feel that come? You
0: know what's really weird? It 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 never happens like as a slow progression. <laughs> I'll tell you what ends up happening. I just get fed up and one day I'm like, you know what, I'm done. Wow. So in the last um, so not my last serious relationship, but the relationship prior to that, we were together for two years and for the last eight months out of the two years, I put up with so much stuff, and I will tell you, it's, it's great. We broke up over meat.
1: Like we the broke meat, up. the meat in his pants,
0: or like, no, no, not not his, not his cocky, not his wood. <laughs> like meat. Like we broke up over pork chops. I broke up with him over pork chops, and I know that sounds crazy, but this is what it was. Right? Um, he wasn't working. He had lost his job. I made all kinds of excuses in the world for him. He wasn't making an effort to do anything, and he was always at my house. And I was working full-time and part-time and raising the kids. You know, like their dad is is very active in their life, but they're here, you know. Mm-hmm. So all the extracurricular activities, all everything, it's me on a daily basis. And there was a day that I went to work, and I had left a pack of pork chops in the fridge, and um, I had seasoned them and whatever, whatever, because I was going to cook when I got home. Now, mind you, this man is at my house all day. He didn't cook. I was going to go to work all day and then cook when I came home so the kids and I, and he, he would have something to eat. And CJ, when I came home, I opened the fridge, and I was like, bless you. And then I took out pork chops. So I said to him, didn't I take out pork chops this morning? And he's like, oh, yeah, you did. I'm like, so where are they? He's like, I cooked them. And where are they? I ate them. I said, you ate a whole fucking pack of pork chops? He's like, well, I don't see what the big deal... I said, you know what? You got to go. I'm, like, I'm done. He's like, oh, you're going to break open for me over something so trivial. I said, you're missing the point. I go to work every day. You don't contribute a fucking dime in this house. You know I have to come home and cook. And I have two small kids to feed. feed and you ate a fucking pack of pork chops by yourself without a second thought to say I should cook and leave dinner for them? I'm done. I'm, and I broke up with... I swear to you. <laughs> and that that was the straw that broke the camel's back. So i am I'm a slow progression type of person because when i love you i'm all in Mm -hmm. when i love you i am all i'm not halfway in i am all the way in so it for me it's like a i give you chances 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 and i'm like it needs to be the straw that broke the camel's back type of deal for me and 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 in that particular instance with him that's what it was
1: wow wow um and that that is extremely selfish of him not you this is what hit me yeah to, to, for, so for him to cook food which is which, okay if he got hungry he saw pork chops he wanted to cook them but him for him to cook all of them and not think to save you and the kids any it's just like oh i'm finna eat. what was he on a keto diet he ate all that that's a lot of meat to eat there were it there was
0: a pack of four like really good thick cut pork chops there was a pack of four this fucking man sat down in my house in my house on my good good furniture <laughs> And ate food that he didn't even buy and put in the house without a second thought. And, and in my mind, I'm saying to myself, you know what? Fuck it. Don't consider me. I don't care. But you didn't even leave food for my kids. Yes, like, yeah. seriously? Like, for me, that level of selfishness was just like, I w- there was no conversation. There was no discussion. I went upstairs. I put shit in a bag. I said, you got to go. Oh, but I'd have a ride. Call your friend. Oh, can you drop me? The fuck? I cannot. I'm done oh, I can't believe you're going to act like... Uh, you can say whatever it is that you say. I, you want me to call your friend for you or you want me to call the police because you got to go. Yeah, I was just... I was just done. Your face. <laughs> is that Alan?
1: <laughs> no, it's <Alana>.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's an odd one. But I mean, not odd, but that's that's just really, really selfish. Wow. Yeah. Wow. AJ. But
2: like,
0: I, I, the behavior was there before. I just keep making excuses for it for myself. So that I didn't feel like I was the failure, or I was I had failed at the relationship. Um, fortunately, I've gotten better, and I've, I've, I'm able to recognize now that if, if if I'm involved with someone and it's not moving in a healthy direction for me, or I don't met, I don't stay. If I feel like we're unbalanced, I don't stay. If I feel like I'm the one who's making more of an effort, especially if it's something that I talked to you about, I don't. Stay. I'm
1: not I'm not I'm not doing it to myself yeah you deserve better know your worth like we tell people all the time well all right damn AJ um (laughs) I guess the next one is this email let's get into this one
0: before the email
1: because the email's long no no, let's let's do the email I really want to get into this um this is a good yeah this is a good one so this email is titled sound advice And this one goes, hey, AJ and CJ, I'm in really need of sound advice. And to be honest. And to be honest, value both of of you guys opinion. This is kind of a long story. I'm going to take I'm going to make it as short as possible. About two months ago, this guy slid in my DMs on IG and his charisma was enough for me. It went from flirting to daily good morning messages. And eventually I gave him my number. I should mention we live in two different states. Since the beginning, I've enjoyed speaking with him and every now and then we'll FaceTime. He's made statements to me like I'm his and we'll joke about marriage. Just recently, he was in town for work and he stayed with me for two days. He was here. Those two days were amazing. I enjoyed our time spent. It wasn't ideal because we barely saw each other do To it being during the work week, but I was able to make him dinner the first night and we did have sex. To be honest, it felt I felt something special during those encounters. Since then, our level of communication has increased. Like for the first time the other day, we were on the phone for an hour, which is way more than usual phone calls. Listen, if you get me on the phone for an hour, I got to love you. Um, I've been out of relationship for about six months and I really like this man. My real issue is that I have my own reservations with men and I don't know if he's just talking shit or being charismatic and being charismatic or if he really sees potential in something more. I want to believe that he feels like I do. And I've asked him and his response responses is he's enjoying this process of getting to know me. We text often and at times the length of time in between me asking questions about us is, is so long. By the time he does respond, I've already started creating alternative responses in my head. CJ and AJ. I fall in in like fast. I thought about being with this man like a full on relationship. I don't care about the distance. I enjoy him. I know for a fact that at 27 with my mindset, mindless dating isn't my thing. He's divorced with two sons. So I feel like that may have something to do with it. But again, I'm assuming things. I don't know how to go about talking to him about wanting more or even seeing where his head is, really, because he's he's a lot like CJ in the manner of being introverted and not having much to say. I just think his responses are kind of vague and his elaboration may not be clear. And I know I've only been 2 it's only been two months, but I don't want to move forward if we don't have similar long term intentions. How do I talk to my long distance lover about how I'm feelings? Thanks in advance. So
0: first and foremost, it's only been two months and, you know, CJ and I have talked before about the tears of dating and, you know, getting to know someone, Um, you know, we are always in such a rush to place people into categories in our life so that we can eliminate them if need be, that we sabotage ourselves and sabotage the potential of there being a really great relationship. Um, the last person that I was seeing, it was probably about six months before I even discussed with him what his intentions were in terms of, you know, whether he wanted to ever get married, if he wanted to have more children, if he was looking to set, it was six months before we even had that conversation. Um, and we had had sex during that time. We hung out during that time. We spent time, um, at each other's homes, you know what I mean? And, and just kind of getting to know one another, right? My thing is don't be in such a, a rush that you miss a great opportunity, albeit i know that we're at an age where you know we don't want to waste our time and we want to make sure that people's intentions are the same as ours but you know you can't get so caught up with that and wanting to know okay well does he want to get okay so suppose he wants to get married and then what you're not getting married in the next 2 months or even 6 months or even in the next year there's still the process of getting to know the person you haven't even met his sons you haven't met anybody in his family. He hasn't met anybody in your family. You know, it's almost like you're you're putting the cart before the horse and possibly sabotaging a great opportunity, if at nothing else, having a really great friendship with someone. You know, there are so many steps that you're missing in worrying about whether or not, he has goals of marrying or what his intentions are that, you know, you're missing an opportunity to just get to know him. You know, I recently just said to somebody and I say that all the time, like I'm enjoying the experience of getting to know you because that should be the focus, enjoying the experience of getting to know the person. You guys have seen each other once. How has it become important for you to know whether or not, you know, he's interested in, in getting married? Um, Stop trying to sabotage yourself. Stop trying to sabotage the potential of the opportunity of actually being in a relationship with this person by trying to rush being in a relationship with this person. You know, enjoy the moments of getting to know one another. You guys are just dating. You're not you're not in a committed relationship and you're not even at a stage of having discussions about being in a committed relationship. You've known each other for two months. And much like CJ said, there are people who are just naturally introverted, but you know, if he, if if the gentleman is making an effort to have consistent communication with you, even if it's not always on the phone, you know, it's still communication. Like he's making an effort to keep you abreast of his life. He's making an effort to keep you part as part of his life. He's making an effort to include you in his life. Those are the things that you should be focused on. Like, is it really so important at this stage in the game, two months in and one actual physical face to face meeting to know whether or not he wants to get married and to know whether or not he has these long term goals at two months in really and truly it isn't. You know, suppose he has long term goals of maybe wanting to get married one day, but he's just not ready to do that five years, you know, until five years from now. but. You know, as time goes and he gets to know you better, he feels more comfortable with the idea of it. You haven't even given an opportunity for that idea to manifest. You know, again, it's two months in and one face to face meeting. Your, your focus shouldn't even be about a committed and long-term relationship because you don't even know anything else about this man's life. And the fact, this is my thing when you're dating people with children, you really need to take time and get to know the person because you're not just getting to know one person, you're getting to know three people. And you're not even at a stage yet of even knowing anything about his sons to even really be concerned about whether or not he's even interested in a long-term commitment or wanting to get married. Get to know him. Continue getting to know him and as he's enjoy the process of getting to know him. You guys are two months in and one face-to-face meeting. You know, people are introverted. People have different ways of communicating. But if he is consistent with his communication, what's the stress? Stop trying to sabotage the potential of your relationship.
1: And people get so caught up in what they want that they stop. They, They don't appreciate what they have. You've met someone that you have a great time with that you enjoy but you ha- you're risking the chance of ruining that all because you're worried about what comes down the road. And don't get me wrong, you should never take your eyes off ultimately what you want and your standards or whatever. But like AJ said, you're two fucking months in. Two and months one in. Of- one face to face. Of- exactly. The thing is is what 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 I don't care if you sp- if you spent every day with him of those two months if you guys live in the same city you're still only going to know a portion of him. There's still so much more to learn about a person that's uh, now imagine that with the distance, with the fact you've only been w- with him once face to face. He has children. You have to think about that. So I think that you're you're trying to force your long time term desire into a shortened window. And the real thing is, is that there is no time period you can put on getting to know someone. As long as that process hasn't become to to the point to where it's become toxic for you, toxic for him, or you haven't noticed anything that just completely scares you away. Just enjoy the process. Enjoy the process you have forever to get married and to do all that. The fact that you just met someone that you truly, truly like and care for is rare enough. How about you just enjoy that? Yes. People, people, I don't
0: know, like. I don't. I don't know what it is. Like it's 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 almost like people are against enjoying someone else's company just for the sake of enjoying someone else's company. I don't. I don't get it at at all. Like we we are we don't live in the age anymore like our parents did, where you you meet and get married in six months and you kind of take your chances with whatever that relationship is going to be. We don't live in that age. You know what I mean? There really and truly is no. Rush, you're, 20, you're 27, and not not to knock you or take anything away from your age, but babe, you have time. You know, enjoy getting to know this man. Enjoy who you are when you're with him. Enjoy who you are when you're not with him. You know, learn him. Learn his children. You know, they have to be an important, integral part of his life. You don't even know anything about them. How would you figure you would bond and develop a relationship with this man that's going to be lasting, without ever having even met his children, and you only met him once. Don't, don't sabotage yourself. Put the, put the cart behind the horse and leave yeah. it behind the house yeah. Stop putting it in the like you're, you're going to end up risking, um, fucking up a, a good relationship and a great opportunity because like CJ says, you're, you're trying to force your long-term desires into a short-term situation. Don't do it to yourself.
1: Yeah, That's, that's really all I have to say about that one. I mean, up until that point, what I would read, how I would read this letter, up until the point of you asking about your long term goals, it really seems like you're in a great getting to know in courtship. Embrace it, yes. be courted. Allow allow your, your, yourself a chance to be courted. Like so many people talk about how men don't court anymore, but uh, women have a big part of that too because women don't even allow themselves to be courted when somebody does come to court you truly. A lot of women take that as, oh, we're moving too slow, or oh, like, let that man court you, like, shit, let him, let him do it. Let a man be a man. You have to let a man be a man, especially when he's actually trying to and is shown giving you no red flags to, to for you to not allow him to be that. Let him lead. Let him lead. Let him let you in. Let him introduce you to, to his children and see where he's going. Now, if you do turn over that leadership and just. Go along with the flow and you see that maybe he's getting too comfortable, but that's that's even still eight months a year down the road. Like you, you can't even say that this early on, no matter what happens. But if you if this is something that you truly can see something being long term with, let yourself get to that long term by enjoying the now.
0: Yes. Build a foundation of concrete, not a foundation of rubble. Yeah right? So many of us are in a a rush that we're putting pebbles under our feet to build and stand on that the relationships crumble before you know it because you haven't built a solid foundation. Build a solid foundation with him and the path that you're on is a path of building a solid foundation. You know, be friends with him. Be his lover, be his confidant and allow him to do those things for you. Build a foundation with him before you're worried about building the house. You can't build a house on rubble. It's going to crumble beneath you.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, <laughs> AJ, we got some fuckery to get into. This is our last topic of the day. That's why I wanted to end it because this this is one really, I, I don't know what we're going to say, but it's just complete and utter fuckery, but let's get into it.
0: Um, You know, we do research, you and I respectively, on all manners of things. And I came across this article where there is a pastor whose congregation is predominantly female and in one of his sermons, which led to the message of several of his sermons, he has encouraged the women to stop wearing undergarments to church, to not wear their bra and not wear their panty. And his religious rationale is unless they do this, they are, their bodies are not open to receiving the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. In order for the Holy Spirit to enter them, enter them freely they must free up their physical bodies of their undergarments and in the clip that i saw there are women that are sitting in the front row basically in their skirts with their legs you know fashioned in such a way that they're trying to keep them closed or their legs are crossed um and and he's having these women come to the front to to bless them in whatever manner but (laughs) cj
1: i didn't realize that the holy spirit entered through the vagina like I didn't realize that that's how you receive the Holy Spirit. I mean Remember the
0: holy squirts where the pastor was teaching the <laughs> women the, the squirt, and then there was the pastor
1: who was given
0: the holy milk through his yes, penis.
1: To- yeah, the <laughs> holy milk through his penis. That's one of our early episodes. Um
0: what is going on? Telling a congregation of women not to wear drawers and not to wear buzz ears so you can feel up on their breasts. And feel up on their pum pum, and get them ready to receive the holy. To receive which holy spirit? Which the holy penis? The, the holy, holy penis.
1: penis. The holy penis is clean. Um, th- <laughs> my thing is, it's like I like. How do you how do how do you feel comfortable sitting in that in the pews at that point or in the chairs in that church? Because it's like like I listen. I I the I don't penis. I don't want to make fun of women, but there are some older women in church, and the crotch smell that smells like day-old meatloaf, listen, I don't want to be in that church. I'm good.
0: Old meatloaf and baby powder. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, his congregation is full. Like, and the buy-in to this is just absolutely, it's absurd. And and the liberty that people take with their power is, it's it's, it's amazing to me, you know? The pews were packed with women, you know? And, and the thing is, I, I refuse to believe, like, I don't know if you've seen, there was a thing that went viral where the woman <laughs> another church thing where the woman was coughing up um because she said the holy spirit the holy spirit came in her mouth and she was coughing
1: oh my jesus
0: the holy ghost came to her in the middle of the night and forced forced her to perform oral sex and she was in the church and she was there trying to cough up the sperm from the whole, from the holy spirit and then the next night the holy spirit came back and had sex with her in her bedroom like these are the things that are going on that I just I don't even understand but they are a pe- are part of it. So, I don't know, I feel like these women really want the penis badly enough that they feel like this is their this is their path to God or this is their path to righteousness or uh, CJ, I don't I don't know. Desperation is a whole the thing.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh Listen, I, I don't understand how somebody doesn't say like this is not right. Like this is not right. Why are we doing this? Listen. The only ho- the it's only Holy Spirit that was that's rising in that church is that pastor's penis when all those women are sitting in the front row with no fucking underwear on. That's the only Holy Spirit that's rising in that place.
0: It's it's the rod. It's the rod of righteousness.
1: <laughs> the rod of righteousness. <laughs> oh man, that is deep. Uh well, you know that, that's the day. <laughs> Before we close out the show, uh do you have anything left to say on that topic? Oh, absolutely not. We got I, I just, to, know, I just <laughs> know I'm never gonna do it got. yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> we have to get into toy talk with the Roder Brudor. This is the, uh this this week the toy is the Nas Toy Infinity Suction Massager three. The suction
0: massager three. Yes, it, it's well. Yeah, that's, that's, I with some of that. Woo! Oh, sex. yeah. All <laughs> right. So, for
1: women. Huh?
0: Is for, that toy for men or for women?
1: It's for women. Oh Damn. dear. Yeah. Oh, uh, so we're gonna get into toy talk. We'll be right back after this.
2: Welcome to Toy Talk with Erotic Boudoir. I'm Nick, your personal sex toy sensei, here to help you prioritize your pleasure. This week's toy is NASToy brand, Infinite Suction Massager 3. The Infinite Suction Massager from NASToy's features seven vibration modes and 10 stimulating clitoral suction functions. This toy is specially designed to reach all your erogenous zones. The shaft is made of body-safe silicone and the base is ABS plastic, which makes cleaning a breeze. It's completely waterproof and rechargeable, so no need to look for batteries. The charging time is 120 minutes, and when fully charged, it lasts for 70 to 80 minutes. On our website, it's $99.99, and if you use discount code LLBAS, you receive 10% off your entire purchase. Go to our website, www.touchingbodymindandsoul.com to get yours today. Remember, prioritize your pleasure with
1: erotic boudoir all right that has been another edition of toy talk from nick uh and erotic boudoir make sure you guys go and check them out at touching body mind and soul.com aj that has been this week's episode um any parting words anything you have left to say to our lusties out there
0: um I don't know. This is, I'm just excited. Like I think about everything that's coming up and it's just a lot of excitement that's building and brewing. Um, you know, definitely look out for, uh, the tickets go live tonight. Patreon goes live tonight. Um, there's just a lot of great lustful things (laughs) coming in 2019 that I'm just, uh, super, super excited about.
1: Yeah, me too. It, it's the 2019 is going to is the year of love, lust, and badass soul, and it's going to set the stage for what we do even bigger in 2020. But I think more importantly, honestly, and I know we talk about live shows, we talk about Patreon and all that, and it's easy to think like it it being a reflection of just us, but really, we wouldn't have gotten to this point if it wasn't for the people that support us and our listeners and we call you lusties. We came up with that name or sometimes we call you guys freaky fucks because you are, but we really do adore you and everything that we do is really just because we want to give you guys the best product possible. We want to give back unto you as you guys have given unto us. And it's, it's the response and the love that we get. I think seeing it live, like we've always known through emails, through social media or whatever, but seeing the people live and even some of those people who was their first time hearing us, and the love that we got, we adore you guys so much. And we're going to continue to be able to bring you guys a better podcast and more events. And, and, and we may even step outside, you know, we're focused on live shows in 2019, but 2020, we may get events that aren't necessarily us performing a podcast live. We may throw, though, who knows what, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know we're just going to keep branching out we love to hear you guys' ideas about what what you would like to see next from love Lust and badass souls we just continue to evolve not just this podcast but the brand in general so thanks yes. <laughs> well AJ this has been another week of the best podcast around where you tell the people uh, where they can find us
0: Uh, You can find us on our social media platforms, lovelustmbas on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at lovelustmbas, all one word, at yahoo.com. Anything you want us to discuss, anything you want to share with us, any follow-up feedback. Um, If you can also click on our iTunes, um, if you can leave us a review, uh, that would be fantastic and greatly appreciated. You can find us uh, or listen to our episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Anchor, and Google Play. Um, You can find me personally on my social media. I'm at badass underscore Jones underscore on Instagram and that Jones kid (laughs) AJ1 on Twitter. And yeah, I don't know the phone number. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Stop calling me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know it's funny because i swear i was gonna tell you this week i'm like you don't have to say like we hadn't gotten calls or texts for you in quite a while so i was gonna say you know what Asia, you don't have to keep saying that at the end of the podcast i swear the day i had this thought we get a text message at one fucking a.m because i don't sleep saying sup and i just sit there and i'm just like i didn't respond i was gonna let it go it was 1 a.m i'm gonna let them live they get text back oh so you're not gonna respond to me Still don't respond. I still don't respond. Then they send back, isn't this badass Jones? So I finally responded. I said, so you you thought it would be good to take your personal interest to business lo- number all because of you lusting over someone. I must embarrass Just the a- shit out of them. They never texted back.
0: I've gotten four emails to my personal email address this week of nonsense. Like one person emailed me to ask me if I do um, personal videos one person who DM'd me that I deleted and didn't respond to emailed me. And he's like, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> That's all he said. Another person who messaged me, who DM'd me, who I also deleted, he dm he emailed me and he's like, hi, this is Chris. Can I ask you a question? What? Like <laughs> you went away to send me a whole email to ask me if you could ask a question instead of just asking the fucking question, which is still going to get rejected. And another person emailed me and they're like, hi, CJ. CJ <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that we actually get useful emails god knows i would just take down the personal information because me not the foolishness me can't take it don't email me if you it's if, if it's not about business if it's not about money like legitimate money and it's not about don't email me don't call the breaks media line because i'm going to tell CJ to tell you to go run up under your mumma and i'm going to teach him how to spell it just like that <laughs> thanks
1: whoa That's it for this week I ain't got shit else I am CEO Hayes You can follow me at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E Did you already give them Your social media Jones?
0: I did And I'm not giving the phone number Don't give
1: it The phone number (laughs) 614-547-2039 If you want to call Or text about something love, lust, and badasshole related But that's it This has been another episode We are out for this week Peace Come on Please me Baby Turn around And just tease me Baby, you got what I want and what I need, baby Let me hear you say, please Let me hear you say, please
2: Please, me, baby Turn around and just please me, baby You got what I want and what I need, baby Let me hear you say, please Let me hear you say, please, you say, please. please. Lollipopin', Swerkin' in some J's Ooh. On the dance floor uh-huh. No the way I take my time with
0: it Bring you close to me Don't want no young dumb shit Better fuck me like we listening
2: to Jodeci I was trying to lay low, taking it slow When well, I'm fucking again, hey, Gotta celebrate, if your man look good, better put him away If you can sweat the weave out You shouldn't even be out Then no the reservations at the pussy